It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show... Newsflash! You get what you vote for! Pigs can now play video games. Okay, I get it. I'm fat. Another Detroit area pooper begs the question, are we now the motor shitty? Gunshop won't do business with Biden voters. In a related story, I'm not going to give my dogs lettuce anymore because fuck them. Old man yells at the cloud. Fuck you and your terabytes. And a machine landed today that only follows instructions from its controllers. Wait, uh, are you talking about Ted Cruz or the Mars Perseverance rover? Yes, I am. One landed on Mars and the other landed as a penis. Well, I bet Mexico wishes that we had finished that whole wall thing. <laughs> Look, America's not sending their best, okay? <laughs> so the senators who happen to be the Zodiac killer. <laughs> I don't I don't think that Ted Cruz is is responsible for the Texas power grid. He's not responsible, but in his position with all the connections that he has, uh, the ability of a U.S. senator to help manage resources and engage people to help things out uh, is a very powerful tool. Right. Exactly. So it's probably the the Texas like uh, state legislature that that had something to do with uh, that or the governors. I have no idea, but it's probably not like Ted Cruz specifically, unless he was a state senator before. He's not responsible, but he could do things to help right, because right. of his position. That's true, yeah. Because he... Because of his Unfortunately, clout. yes. The, the senator is a powerful tool, but he is just a tool. So <laughs> what are you going to do? He blamed his kids for it, too. Oh, did he? Oh, the kids, the kids are just taking the kids down to Cancun. It's always coming back. That's oh, I why thought... I bought my uh, plane ticket 6 a.m. this morning. I thought that he blamed the kids for the, the power problems. <laughs> <laughs> No, they blame that on uh, green energy. Oh, green energy caused your power. Okay, so yeah, so I, I got a fa- I got I, a family member who uh, has a significant other who likes to post nonsense, and oh, he was yeah. going off on how this is why we can't have green energy because it'll fuck up Texas. That's what they say. You know, they have. <laughs> well, they say lots of things that are untrue. They yeah, they have uh, wind wind power in Antarctica. Yeah. So if you think it's too cold in Texas for wind power, maybe you should have planned for that. Like even if it's like a once in five year event where it gets super cold in Texas, right? Even once in ten year, you should still well, like plan for it and and. Ugh, blech, blech. But that's the whole problem. They 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 have an independent power grid so that they can avoid federal regulations, mm-hmm. which would require them to winterize their machinery, such as you know having wind turbines that have antifreeze in them. You so brought this on yourself. Up. You brought this on yourself because fuck the federal government. Well, congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> right. Or I guess froze yourself? Uh, yeah. All, Not all to say that I don't feel bad for everyone who's dealing with this. It sucks. And I'm very glad that President Biden decided to help Texas, even though they didn't vote for him. Right. And even though they claim to not want federal assistance, but they're exactly. still going to get it. Oh, absolutely. I hate the federal government until they're, you know, helping me right. because I'm freezing to Those death. Texans always looking for a handout, you know? <laughs> uh, we got a story about that coming up. So. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> Going on about a handout. so Relevant. Indeed. You're yeah. trying to transition us way too early. Not, yeah, I'm not doing it yet. I don't ever Jeez. try to transition us. I always just, whenever the slide changes, accidental. I'm like, oh, we're talking about this now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that is our general, you know, podcast 
uh, I don't know what the right word is. Motif? Uh, motive? M.O.? State of state of being mo yeah i guess state of it's being just we very should, haphazard we should do a, a podcast state of being address not state of the union like a state of the podcast address let me tell you our podcast is strongly not listened to uh now uh, uh, the state of our podcast is a uh, uh, very weak very weak podcast now there are millions of people who do not listen and no one likes when we do this voice <laughs> really <laughs> Is that feedback I haven't received? No, no it's just with my internal feedback. Like I assume no one likes it anymore. Because gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> we've been doing it for like two years now. It's been the same shit. I haven't changed uh, that up. Look, uh, let me be clear. I love the presidential voices. Michelle told me. <laughs> that was a terrible, terrible Obama. I just did. That was okay. I used to do better. It's just I don't do it much anymore since, you know, we've had four years of Trump and now Biden. I can't do a Biden to save my life. I so. still, I don't, he doesn't, I just don't it's think he has one. an impressionable voice. It, it he's got an impressionable into, like, demeanor, but not a voice, yeah. right? So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, we have to wait for all the comedians to do their Biden impressions and then we'll just glom on And then we'll just theirs. copy them. Yeah. Perfect. I don't know. You know, uh, Jim Carrey was doing Biden for quite some time. I, I couldn't do that. Well, he has he was, a really good Biden voice, though. He does, and he was doing Biden, but then he would also do Jeff Goldblum as Biden as well on SNL, so I don't know. I, I need to hear Dana, Carney, Dana Carvey's version is what I need to hear. <laughs> oh, man. So how was your week, Jeff? Well, you know, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. What, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw it back to you for a question. What, what nice things do you do for people that they won't ever know that you've done for them? And I'll, I'll let you think about it for a minute while I tell you mine. Okay. <laughs> so uh, earlier today I was coming home and uh, there was somebody, because I live in this building now that has like a locked front door, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You have to have a little fob to get yourself in. Anyway, so um, there was a guy downstairs that was waiting for his food to be delivered, I assumed, or groceries or whatever he was waiting. And so he opened the door for me. I was like, oh, thank you very much. And I came in and I noticed that the uh, elevator was on the current floor. Um, so I assumed he came down the elevator to get his food. So I took the elevator up to my floor, and then right as I got out, I sent it back down to the, the oh, nice. floor that he was on. He'll never know that I did it, but it was just kind of like a little nicety thing that I did for him because he held the door for me. He said hello, whatever. Nice, nice. Because um, I don't, so I will not do nice things for people specifically if they are not nice to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I do nice things because for people. Fuck em. Because fuck them. You know what I'm saying? If you're not going to say hi to me in the hallway, I'm not going to hold the door for you. Get out of here. <laughs> or if, like, I hold the door and you don't say thank you, like, I'm never holding the door for you again. I remember. <laughs> I think we might have talked about this before uh, on the pod, but when I was waiting tables, um, if, you know, if I if I waited on you and I know that I did a good job, which was mm, most of the time, and you didn't tip me, I give you the benefit of the doubt the first time. I'll remember you the next time you come in. If you come in again, I will make sure you get the best service you've ever had in your life. And if you still don't tip me, you're not getting shit from me ever again. (laughs) Because you're just an asshole. Because you're just a non-tipping asshole, and I know that you just aren't going to tip me, so why am I wasting my time on you, you know? Yeah, yeah. You get what you pay for. We would get people at Steak and Shake that would tip the female servers, but not the male servers. Oh, well, that that would be gay. That would be gay to tip a mail server, right? It'd be like paying for like sex, basically. Right. If you give him money, it's like Ugh. receiving his penis in your ass. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. You don't want that. No. So anyway, what nice thing do you do for people that they don't know? Uh, I avoid them so they don't have to talk to me. <laughs> that's and they don't even know. Wow, that's so they nice. That's know. so generous of you. Generous of you, Jason. It's very nice. <laughs> I don't know. For the, I don't. I. I don't. I don't come in contact with a lot of people to do nice things for people. Right. Well, not that anymore. are strangers. But that are strangers. Yeah. You do well at work. You do right. Yeah, but usually, like, they know when I do something nice for them just because it's like, oh, I was in the office and I got your mail for you. Right. So here's the pie. Like, because I have to, like, interact with them because we're all in our rooms. So right. they're going to know if I do something nice for someone else. Oh, what about, like, um, okay, if someone, uh, if their door, their car door is left open, will you close it for them? If I so do I know whose car door it is? No, you don't. Because what if they left the door open on purpose and their keys are in it or something like right. that? Right. Yeah. So, so then I, it's like a hey, someone left their door open. I didn't want to close it because I didn't know, you know, if that would cause problems. Right. How about well, this is maybe different now, um, but in the past, like if someone left their lights on, would you tell? Would you tell yeah. uh, like whatever like the hey, uh, someone left their lights on? Yeah, so your building say, or the. Yeah. The blue Corolla license plate. Fuck yeah, me, baby. There's a, 90, a 94 contour in the parking lot. <laughs> Attention, Kmart shoppers. <laughs> we have a blue light special on uh, whatever. Yeah, we have a blue. We have a, a, a headlight special. Um. Anyway, what, there's another yeah, one I was I, thinking I, of just now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of. You know, nice thing. Yeah. So, yeah, everything like people know, because that's just—I'm not trying to be stealthy or anything. Right. Yeah, and uh, it's not that I'm being stealthy. It's just that you. So I guess the the question is like, do you do things, nice things for people that it has no payoff? They don't. They don't look at you and say thank you very much, right? Or like they don't get a chance to say thanks or whatever. Oh, another one is um, you pay for the person in drive-thru behind you. That's another one you can do. Okay, um, so here's the thing. Uh, I've been in that experience. Yeah. And it was not a good experience. Why You not? know why? Why? It made the line ridiculously longer because you had to explain what was going on. You had to explain what happened. They had to, like, decide if they wanted to pay. And, like, it took ten times longer. It made me late for work. I was not happy about it. <laughs> Wow. And you know what? You know what the person behind me had ordered? Like $15 and stuff. Uh-huh. And I was getting my like $1 hash brown. I yeah. I ended the 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 whatever. So I ended the whatever as well. Um but I wasn't put off by it. I just didn't I was just I just got like a, a drip coffee, right? And I didn't know what the person behind me got. So I didn't but the person ahead of me paid for it and they were probably like, "Oh, thank God, he only got a coffee." <laughs> but it didn't take us any longer because it was at Starbucks and so they take a long time anyway mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Anyhow, how was your week uh, gotcha <laughs> it's like you see. spit out your drink trying to oh, oh Jesus oh fuck it's my turn to talk <laughs> I was like this ice is in my mouth this is not going to be convenient <laughs> podcasting uh, we had a fake snow day on Tuesday so Re- oh, fake got, like, snow day 800- 
Yeah, you know, because we don't have snow days anymore. We just have to work from home. Oh, so the kids didn't have to go into school. They stayed home and then had to do school online, but the kids yeah. didn't go online. You had to work anyway. Uh, well, no, the kids came online as well, and oh. because apparently people don't need snow days anymore, and you know, they go on and on about how this is hard for everyone, and we need to give people, you know, chance to recuperate, etc. But when a chance comes around where you can have some time off to take a breath, fuck that, you're working. <laughs> They're just very two-faced and bullshit, and it pisses me off. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh, so that went on, and uh, you had to shovel about eight hundred ten. <laughs> tons of snow took me two hours it took you so long you forgot how to speak i did i was just <laughs> thinking about how cold and terrible it was it was just it's... so much fucking snow yeah it took you two hours to uh shovel snow did you do your whole driveway and then the sidewalk too that is what i did oh, wow. mm -hmm. even like did you even do like the whole driveway pad that's like at the top of your driveway yeah because you know if, if you don't it's a big ice skating rink oh yeah you're right you gotta drive through it because yeah, you still park so in the garage for the winter is that we, right we are though uh my daughter has to park her car out uh because our garage is not big enough for three cars only two barely it's weird that you can't can't fit her little tiny car in your garage usually those are pretty um small her little, little tanks car or were you talking about uh, your older daughter? Older, older daughter. Oh, I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Though yeah, yeah. so she she drives a Prius, so it's not exactly huge. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we could just stack them on top of each other. Pri right. Priuses take care of themselves. Actually, they don't need you don't need to shovel, um, because they'll just gently blow the snow away. <laughs> Turn a little hair dryer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a very power efficient hair dryer. <laughs> Set on low setting. It, it was. There's no heat actually. It's just wind that comes out. Yeah, yeah. just a bunch of just a bunch of air. Yeah, like Ted Cruz. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but uh, gosh, I think that's about all that's happened to me yeah. this week. You know, not not much going on. It's, uh... They told us that because my daughter is uh, a remote. She does remote school. You know, um, mm -hmm. which we're going to be remote for the rest of the year. Um, with her but they told us that when the district has snow days that the these remote kids are not going to have snow days they're just gonna, still going to be online um well we found out that that was a lie <laughs> because the snow day came and they didn't have school and then um today they had an internet outage at the school and so they canceled school because there's no internet <laughs> which is a imagine that happening in the 90s like why are you fucking kidding me get to school no internet <laughs> well you don't have books at the school anymore <laughs> hey my textbook is available online so no it's not not if there's no internet i i do not give them a physical textbook anymore that's nice that's nice of you yeah. you'd be a good college professor because uh because what they do is they they break it or lose it and they never read it so basically giving it to them is just throwing a hundred dollars down the toilet oh so you don't do it to be nice to them you do it because they're dicks not because well, of their them, dicks, because they are I give them the online jerks. textbook. Yeah, they just have the online textbook, so okay. they can they can not read that for free. Man, that would be uh, so for me as a student. I think that would be tough to have an online only textbook because I kind of need. So when I'm taking notes, if I take notes on a laptop, completely they don't gone. Take notes. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> okay, fine. All, all, uh, of, well, all of your students you. are worthless. Let's yeah. Let, ah. <laughs> I don't know. There might be one or two. None of them um, take notes? Zero students no, take notes. I have 500 missing assignments right now. 
From one student? That's a lot. You, you, I think you assigned overall, too many overall. assignments. Oh, overall. Okay. Yeah. I've had this year, I've had over 5,000 late assignments. Wow. Yeah. They, did, they just don't do their work. Let me tell you a little bit about my textbook, though. It's great. Oh, okay. So, like, all the vocabulary words, like the words that you probably don't know, you can click them and it tells you the definition. That's uh, nice. You That's can click nice. a button and it will read the book to you. Ooh. It has built in movies and interactive activities that's really cool actually yeah like it's a it's actually a nice resource uh i don't love the textbook because it's not in depth enough it, it's just very light right but if they're not going to read it anyway why even have a textbook no well, there you go <laughs> they skim now they you skim. now he gets it <laughs> Not you. Yeah, not, mean, not now you get it. Now I get it about the students. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Now you, <laughs> I'm insulting myself, my not the, you. My <laughs> how the term tables. No, I mean, it, it's the it's the 21st century. Like, these resources are what you would expect, you know, interactive and... Like the Microsoft helps. Encarta, you know? <laughs> what was the... Was it like Groyler's encyclopedia 3d encyclopedia or some ridiculous thing i don't know i only had encarta encarta 95 was good oh i had a mac so that probably is a the, the thing. that's yeah that's probably a mac thing yeah. it was our it was our encarta oh i bet it was much better it's it's great when i get to tell uh students about the 1900s and i'm like yeah well some websites won't work if you weren't using the right web browser <laughs> they're like what I'm like hey you had to have net netscape and they're like Nets what yeah. Yeah, Netscape Navigator. Come on. Give yeah, what what was Internet Explorer called before Internet was it always IE or was it something I else? I think it was Internet Explorer and then they started calling it IE. Right. Okay. Just trying to rebrand like, it, which like yeah. if you want to rebrand something, how about you fix it? Now yeah. it's just now yeah. it's called Edge, which so on my work laptop, when I try to use Edge, I type in a web address like google.com or whatever, and then it literally just opens up Internet Explorer. <laughs> Loads that site for me. I'm like, what is happening? It's the equivalent of Comcast calling itself Xfinity. Exactly. Well, like, no, we're Xfinity. The only time anybody ever uses it is to make sure the other website is working on Chrome. Exactly. Exactly. It's, okay, is this like, website oh, broken because it's Chrome? Right. <laughs> my my favorite is you know trying to explain to them that the the internet was not unlimited that you only had a certain number of minutes per month. Yeah. And then you had to pay by the minute. They're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like I use more than that in a day, and I was like, "Yeah." And sometimes it took like a, took like a full minute to load an image. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like one line at a time. <laughs> right. Oh, there was a um, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, Simpsons scenes was the uh, comic book store guy, mm. and he's on he's on the internet, and it's loading up a picture of Captain Janeway, and it's just <laughs> getting to her cleavage, and it's just like loading one line at a time, and he goes, "Come on, Captain Janeway." <laughs> worst internet ever <laughs> Good times. oh man well uh i do have to i remind them well remember in the 1900s we didn't have like you know youtube or instagram like right uh, our our uh megapixel rating on pictures it was very grainy we didn't even have google yeah google didn't exist right like, what and then someone like, had well, the. How, how'd you plagiarize then? <laughs> right. Well, we could still have the internet. You could still well, get all to these stuff. Out. 
Yeah, it actually was easier because like the teachers weren't on the internet yet, so they just didn't yeah. know those things were out there. <laughs> now it's so easy to catch you plagiarizing. Right. Well, there are like little, um, what like not little, but there are tools and websites you can go to to. Yeah, you just go and copy and paste it, and it'll show you exactly where it came from. Nice. Give you a side by side. Noise. Yep. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is where that came from. Well, if you have ever plagiarized, please tell us. Um, Via email at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or you don't have to tell us because I will find you and I will fail you. <laughs> I'm like Liam Neeson of plagiarism. Uh, but you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or tweet us at thehourpod. I'm ready. I'm ready to get this podcast going, bro. I am so ready. We have a correction, though. Oh, we do? Yeah. So um, we did a... And I, we didn't write this down so i'm just flying by the seat of my pants so we did a story a while ago about um this town that did not uh want to put up solar panels Mm -hmm. because they thought it would um suck up all the sun's energy so the town voted to not have solar panels for their town yes this was in the the south somewhere right it was like uh south carolina or some dipshit place like that some dipshit place like that yeah yeah um so unfortunately we did it as if it was a new story um but because i didn't look at the date on the story um it actually came out in 2015 yes it was uh the the city of woodland town council north carolina well that's not the city's woodland their town council in north carolina Uh, and that was from episode 110 wow that was a little while ago yeah, I mean we're at what one thirty-five now, something uh, like that. Yeah, this is a yeah, this is one thirty-five. Yeah, bro. Uh, so yeah, one ten was back in um, uh, August. Right. So anyway, it was, called, um, it was called the sun will come out unless solar panels are used in use tomorrow. <laughs> that's a good name for the thing. I uh, so that's my fault. I didn't you know when I was doing my research, I didn't look at the date. But we look at dates yeah. now, so that's good. We, we do. We also look at pistachios and uh, cashews and all other kinds of things other than just dates. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny indeed. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm here for. Ripping good ma. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of things we should be laughing at. Yes. Texas. Yes. Uh, a Texas mayor has resigned after seemingly telling his residents to fend for themselves in a Facebook post regarding the deadly winter storm that has left many without power and water and things like that. So here's the thing. It, it was mm-hmm. very cold in Texas. It was Indeed. like zero degrees in Texas, right? Yeah. So that's extremely cold for them. And I get they're not prepared for it. And it only happens every few years. And I get that, right? And I don't want to make fun of somebody. Cause my, so where my mom lives in Texas, um, they got eight inches of snow, which is wow. a lot. It's a lot even for here, eight inches of snow in one night. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what we got. We had a snow day for it. Right. So these people don't even have snow shovels. Like, why would they? No. You know what I'm saying? Well, you'd think they'd be able to melt all the snow with their white, hot, racist anger. <laughs> that's true. That is true. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the, the city of Howell is still under snow, too. So I don't know. Hello, Michigan. <laughs> it's the KKK's favorite time of year. <laughs> Blend right in. <laughs> so the mayor of Colorado City, Texas, Tim Boyd, wrote an insensitive message for people 
desperate for heat, water, and power, saying, Only the strong will survive, and the weak will perish. You know, it is a little surprising that they're freaking out so much, because Texas should be used to all these little white snowflakes. That's true, yeah. They are just... It's already there. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say, No one owes you or your family anything. Nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. So here's the... uh... You know, those handouts like, you know, electricity that you pay for. Right. So here's the thing. handouts. You... These people voted for this guy, right? I assume because he ran on this same, this same, like, it's not, this shouldn't be surprising to them at all. Like, I can't believe he resigned after this. Because, like, this is, this is the platform I ran on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This is, this is what we've been telling each other forever. No handouts. Fuck the government. Like, we don't owe you anything. Mm Mm-hmm. So the, the post was deleted, but yeah. circulated widely on social media. Boyd received intense backlash for his remarks and later announced he quit his office. I mean, to go along with what you were just saying, that was the basic Republican slogan, uh, fuck your feelings, right? Yeah. Own the libs, drink their tears. This is exactly what they want. something ha- yeah, and then, oh, well, I'm going to resign because you know, I heard someone speak. This is cancel culture. <laughs> right. Okay? And then when it happens to them, they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm without power. My grandma's dying. Like, okay. Okay. Bro, yeah. go help your grandma or whatever, but this is this is what you voted for. Okay. It's it's as the invisible hand of the free mark wanted it. Yeah. I wonder if this is one of those towns where, like, the mayor is just, like, a part-time mayor. Like, they don't even <laughs> need a full-timer, you know? Yeah, part-time mayor, full-time asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> At least 17 people have died in almost 3 million homes and businesses uh, were without power when this article was written. Um as a result of this week's major storm, and I guess another one's going through right right now. Yeah, they're getting so. ice now, as far as as far as I know. So the problem is when you have burst pipes and uh-huh. um, your entire home or business gets flooded, um, and then it freezes inside because your power's off. Uh, that's going to cause a lot of damage, and it's going to cause a lot of these buildings to have to be condemned and torn down and stuff and people are literally going to lose their homes over this just like the wildfires in california where the texans i assume were saying you should have raked you should have raked the forest and it would have been okay it it is as the free market intended hallowed be thy name i feel bad Uh, for any anybody who voted blue in texas who had didn't get out which is like half the country so like or half the state rather right yeah uh so yeah no i do feel bad i you know i'm making light because it's a chickens have come home to roost a little bit kind of a situation here Right. like oh you made a completely independent power grid so that you could avoid federal regulation that would have stopped you from not updating your system so that it wouldn't fall apart like this oh wow well that's what you believe in so yeah. and the worst part is they're not gonna get it they're the they're no. not going to get it they're gonna no, keep voting the way they vote blaming it. they're already blaming it on green energy <sighs> because it's the windmills fault right. even though they only account for like 20 percent of texas's energy right it's not the fact that you know it's mostly gas and they don't have gas and the system is designed to 
make prices go up. So you use less energy. So, you know, you should have thought of that before you were whining about freezing to death. Okay. Truth. Truth. You need to pull yourself up from your frozen bootstraps that are now frozen in a block of ice in your house because all the pipes froze. Right. But it will do great things for the economy. Indeed. Think of all those houses that have to be built. I was watching, uh, we watched the news in my classes at the beginning of class, mm-hmm. and they were showing people lining up to go through drive through like McDonald's because they have no power in their house, but apparently the McDonald's had some power. Uh-huh. Uh, and the line to go through drive through was four hours long. Oh, my gosh. To get a fucking McChicken. Oh, and I bet they were mad they had to wait that long to get a, a chicken McChicken. I mean, if, if I had no heat at home i mean you're in your car right that's true nice and toasty that's true yeah i mean i assume they just opened up the oil wells in their front yards and just lit them on fire (laughs) yeah they just got the pump jacks in the gulf war (laughs) right (laughs) they learned it from saddam no well i hope everything's good i don't i don't wish death on anyone well except for rush limbaugh which that happened so that's fine (laughs) Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> what was that? What was that tweet for? Um, for someone who is pure or pro life, he sure took a long time to die. <laughs> for someone named Rush, it took him a very long time to die. <laughs> oh man, laughing at dead people. That's the hour for you. Uh I mean, you know, he he used to read off names of people who had AIDS and died and you know, celebrated their deaths. Right. So, so again, you get what you get. What uh, you I saw put a tweet out. that says, uh, in honor of Rush Limbaugh, uh, I'm going to announce now that it was a false flag. <laughs> He's not really dead. So oh, boy, he's a pig. He is kind of a pig. He was, he was very fat, which, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's fat or whatever, but he was kind of a pig and a dick at the same time. He was a pig dick. He's a pig headed pig dick. Yeah. Piece of shit. Peeking it. The world is a better place without him. I almost said peeking of spigs. Peeking of spigs? Is that Igpe Attenley? <laughs> sure, sure. It was almost a racial slur, just one letter off. Hey, Yorkshire pigs, Hamlet and Omelet, and Panepinto. I, I think that's Amlet, Amlet Hay, and Melet Ome. I don't know. How do you do an Omelet? Oh, oh, just Omelet A. Omelet A. And Panepinto, or is it Pain Pinto? A pain pinto micropig? Micropigs, ebony and ivory, are the focus of a study that tested whether they could learn to play a video game. So Hamlet, Omelette, ebony and ivory. The question is, if they've learned to play video games, how long until they start using the N-word at the people they're playing with? <laughs> Omelette is um, an okay name for a pig. Hamlet is, is a little strange. Uh, well, none of them are named Bacon. Did you ever see that that outtake on YouTube of this news guy talking about this this uh, this pig that only had like two legs, or he was like paralyzed in the back, and his name was Chris P. Bacon <laughs> was the pig's name, and like the news anchor's trying to like keep his cool, but he's like <laughs> laughing the whole time. Uh, my favorite is when people don't want to laugh and they're trying not to laugh, and then they just lose it. I love the I love news bloopers for that reason because you know <laughs> they're like they're trying to be so serious. Mm-hmm. They and just can't help it. Exactly. They can't help it. Purdue animal behavior specialist Candace Crony and chimpanzee cognition expert Sarah Boyson co-authored a study published in the journal Frontiers in Psychology. Weird that the champion, chimp, chimp, 
let me try that again. Weird that the chimpanzee person is is talking about pigs, you know? Well, you know. <laughs> were the chimpanzees all gone? Like, were they on vacation or something? Did they all go to <laughs> Mexico to avoid the Texas? No, no. They went uh, back to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> No, I, mean, I, I think, apologize, chimpanzees. I think you're talking about an orangutan. Yeah, orangutan. Oh, right, 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 right. They're not the same. They're not the yeah, same. Different monkeys. Uh, the study chronicles an experiment to investigate the cognitive process, such as memory, attention, and conceptualization Ooh. of farm animals. Oh, farm animals. <laughs> and the experiment involved first teaching the pigs how to manipulate a joystick using their snouts, of course, uh, because they don't have thumbs. Um, I wonder if their snouts get sore when they play video games too much, like my thumbs get sore. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then the pigs use the joystick to play a video game on a monitor in front of them. So the pigs were rewarded with food for playing the game properly, but they also responded to verbal encouragement. Yeah. Good biggie. <laughs> I do that for myself, too, when I'm playing video games. I'll have pizza or, like, Cheetos. Um yeah, and every Not once in a while, I'll call over to you and be like, oh, you're a good Jeff Piggy. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, thanks. I appreciate it. And I just keep playing my hockey game. <laughs> I did buy NHL 21 uh, recently, and I don't know why I bought it. It was on sale, quote unquote, for $30, but like, mm-hmm. it's the same fucking game as NHL 20. Interesting. Interesting. It just has, like, I don't know, it's the same, same gameplay and stuff, like, except for like the players now stumble sometimes if they run into each other oh, instead of just falling. Yeah. I, I never was much of a video game sports person for the most part. I remember with my original Nintendo, I did like there was a baseball game like MLB something. I don't know what it was called, but uh, there's yeah. a baseball game that I play. Uh, and sometimes I remember my mom would play with me because that was a game she could actually play. Oh, yeah. Uh, she, she could not play Mario. She, like if she tried to jump over those uh, pits, it was as if she was trying to jump in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd get mad uh, at the game, she'd even right? Like, like, yeah, sometimes she'd even, like, use her hand to, like, you know, grab the controller and, like, whip it up as if, you know, the controller was, like, a, a Wii nowadays. Oh, my would, gosh. Yeah. My mom would do that. She'd be, like, moving yeah. the controller in the in the uh, way that she trying to get to go. It, like, trying to jump the, the pit with the controller. It's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> uh, but she would play the baseball one with me. Uh, and then I used to, my wife and I would play the Tiger Woods uh, golf game. Really? Okay. Yeah, we, we had a good time with it. I think it golf like, games you know, are fun. Yeah, you know, we go out because you can play two player and it's you know just a fun little thing. Yeah. Uh, and then I used to also do uh, soccer. Oh, okay. Like FIFA soccer? Place. Yeah, FIFA. Yeah. Like FIFA 97, I oh, think yeah. is Those were good. a game I still have in my drawer upstairs. I used to play this game. It was completely out of character for me. It was called Monster Truck Madness. <laughs> <laughs> and you were just oh, a monster truck driver like like jumping over jumps and stuff and like racing other drivers and i got really good at it which i think that's why so if i'm not good at a video game pretty much off the bat i don't like it i don't like to be challenged you know uh but this monster truck madness is pretty easy for me at least i don't know i liked it well each pig performed the task well above chance, indicating the animal understood that the movement of the joystick was connected to the cursor on the computer screen, uh, Frontiers said in a statement. Wow, okay. The study was small and limited in scope, but it could have had implications for scientists' understanding of pig intelligence and the animal's ability to learn and to see if computers and symbols could be used for communication 
with pigs? What if we find out that they were smart this whole time? Then we have to stop eating bacon. We have to stop eating them. I mean, we probably should stop eating them. <laughs> yeah, we should. I mean, we should definitely stop eating animals, I think. Uh, and I would say no one could argue with that, but people aren't going to argue with it. But I, I don't know. Unless you, unless you go, and I will still eat meat, of course, but unless you go kill it, I don't think you should eat it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still going to eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> but are you going to eat the, when they, when they eventually come out with like lab grown meat, are you going to eat that? Nah, I mean, I, I already eat chicken McNuggets, so, you know. <laughs> that's true. And that's just like ground up chicken beaks, so. Yeah. It can't be any different than a McChicken. <laughs> it might be too high quality at that point. Oh, actually, yeah. Like, wow, this tastes too good for McDonald's. Can we lower yeah, the quality? Like, what is this, Wendy's? Like, <laughs> McDonald's going, how can we ruin this? How can we make this less healthy? <laughs> this is this is bad. Who are you? So I finally got, this took forever to get my Ancestry DNA results back. I, I, I spit in the, or yeah, I spit in the tube, um, mm-hmm. or did I come in the tube? I think I spit in the tube, uh, uh, in December and I finally mm-hmm. got them back. Apparently the lab that processes these is also processing like COVID vaccines or something. I don't know. I mean, so the delayed. free market should be saying that you you paid for this service who fucking cares about covid exactly those free vaccines are bullshit yeah Um, looking for handouts that's what they're looking for (laughs) right so my dna story came back uh ancestry dna is not a sponsor obviously so i'm i'm 37 england and northwestern europe which is very white obviously Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um also some irish and scottish a little bit of welsh in me um and then six percent swedish and five percent germanic europe um, which I expect is maybe some French in there or something like that, but there's nothing in there. No hmm. Italian, certainly. No Greek or anything. I've, there's, olive skin has never been a part of my family. Well, but uh, sunscreen as, always has been. <laughs> <laughs> as you go, they too they also refine it more. Um, they refine. What do you mean? They refine it more? Like the, the it may be more broad right now and then they can like get more specific about the regions oh like oh as more people are tested or or the more questions i answer oh yeah part of it is yeah because what they're doing is they're basing it on also other dna and like where these people are coming from and so as they test more people it then um goes to those areas oh and do they also like link the family trees and stuff and and that information um Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Can you re- can you repeat the question? <laughs> Do they also Sorry. link the the family trees and like where those people are coming from to it? Uh, that I don't know. I'm not okay. sure everything. Um, what were you What were you looking at? To be honest. So my wife just sent me a text. Okay. Or she said so. I got a weird text from a number I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um. Which apparently is her somehow. 
uh, and it's like click this link to start the chat and i'm like uh, uh who's Spam. trying to con me right Deleted. here right right like, but apparently she's testing a thing um oh okay and she's asking me to to test it does she know you're recording the podcast right now or she doesn't <laughs> doesn't know we should go back and delete all of this part and start over again no because i want to put her on blast for texting you during the podcast <laughs> so she's working right now oh she she's needs working. someone to oh. yeah so this is a work related thing it's all not right. just a, a random and she probably kind of thought thing. you'll get the text but you'll just like We'll get it later because I think. But it was very confusing because it's like it instantly turned off the. Oh my gosh, this is, uh, um, you know, someone trying to to con me, and, right? Uh, this is someone. They're fishing. They're fishing. Yeah, it's interesting that like now. So back in the day, like if the phone rang, you had to run to answer it. People would like be throwing their groceries, their milk, their eggs, throwing them on the ground. Just to answer the phone in time to yeah, get, gotta the, phone get to the phone. Gotta get to the phone, and that is completely different now. So you, so if I were to call somebody, I would kind of expect them to answer if they're available. But if I knew they were doing something else, I would not call them. Right. My policy is almost one hundred percent. If some, if 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 the phone rings, I am one hundred percent not answering it. Oh yeah. Well, that's unless I know them, right? Um, but then, uh, even then, not sure. <laughs> But then if someone <laughs> leave a message and I'll see what you want, if someone's doing something, then I will text them, even though I know they're doing something because I know they'll just read it later. Yeah. I mean, no, to be right. honest, if it's like someone I know, if they're calling me, I'm going to be like, why the fuck are they calling me and not texting me? And I must answer this phone now because clearly they are in jail or something. Clearly there's an emergency. Right. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they would have texted me. Exactly. Yeah. I hate the I hate the call. Like you text someone and they call you immediately. Like, don't fucking do that, bro. <laughs> And they're like, did you get my text? Right, right. Because you didn't text back. <laughs> so uh, so I'm also 1% Cameroon, Congo, and Western Bantu peoples from Africa. So I had a 1% from uh, Senegal. Okay. Which is kind of on the, the right near that area, actually. Do you think the there's Bantu, that's something that like everyone probably just has some kind of African ancestry? Everyone in the I mean, United if you States. Go far, yeah. If you, well, if you go back far enough in dna everyone well of course but like how how long ago were they talking i guess i'll have to read it but it's actually really cool so i'm, I'm really like the little little blips they have about the stories about you know um like the african people or the um got swedish descent so it's like with this rocky mm-hmm. coastline wooded uplands and subarctic mountainous terrains blah 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 blah. you know so did you get any like uh so sometimes as it refines and you get kind of updated results uh you'll get like immigration stories added to it like oh well your dna was uh, settlers in the pennsylvania region blah 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 so i got some of that yeah so i have okay. um uh what is it lower midwest and virginia settlers okay yep and then mm-hmm. tennessee and southern state settlers so that's mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. makes sense because my family's from tennessee yeah and oh and that goes midwest. together like the people in virginia moved into tennessee right yeah, some of them moved into Tennessee, and then some of them moved up to, like, Indiana and sort of westward from there, and I have that, too. Yeah, so. the Ohio River Valley. Yeah. I'm, I'm just sad I don't have any Antarctic rest, uh, ancestry in me, you know? I was hoping no there'd penguin. be something from there, yeah. No Great-grandma peng- didn't fuck a penguin. Yeah. So um, they have the little, like, uh, this, this Story Scout thing. Mm-hmm. Again, this is not a sponsor. I don't know. I feel a dumb saying it. But uh, I had one ancestor that was on the Mayflower. Ooh. It's kind of cool. Um, and then I am related to Herbert Hoover. Oh. He's my fifth cousin, four times removed. 
<laughs> so I haven't seen that part. Oh where yeah, they, they do that. Uh, my uncle had an app that like looked through your family tree and your DNA and all that kind of stuff, and then told you like famous people you were related to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, once you get out to like eighth cousins or something like that, there's lots of people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who, who, I, I think I had like eighth cousins with like Trump, but also Obama. Oh, <laughs> Trump and Obama. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So we're all related once you get up to like eight. Uh, yeah. But I uh, am a first cousin, uh, like eight times removed, of Thomas Jefferson. Ooh. So that could so, be why you have a little bit of uh, African ancestry in you, because he was a big slave rapist. <laughs> huge. Indeed, a well-known huge, slave huge. rapist. As was his father-in-law, yeah. because uh, his favorite slave... Uh, Sally Hemings was technically his wife's half sister. Oh, that's nice. And by technically, I mean genetically, his wife's half sister. Oh, because ooh. his father-in-law. Yeah. Oh. So, um, the the name of my relative that was on the Mayflower, his name is Resolved White, which is <laughs> very relevant to what he they were and who they today. were. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I like to see where I'm from. That's interesting to me. And then I, I did the like two week trial of ancestry, whatever, to like keep filling out my family tree because there's a lot of stuff in uh-huh. there. Um, got some pictures of like old family members and stuff that on there it was pretty cool. You can find some interesting things, uh, especially. So I I have been using ancestry for quite some time, mm-hmm. um, building out family trees and finding you know stories. Uh, I was able to locate my so my grandma on my father's side, which, as you know, I don't have a ton of contact with that side of the family. Mm-hmm. And both of my grandparents were a bit mysterious in their origins of mm. where they came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was able to track down my grandma's side, which was the most mysterious. Uh, and I found, like, I was just looking through other people's family trees and, you know, people that might be connected. And I was like, hey, I think this person might be, like, related in some way. Uh, and so I sent a message like, hey, I'm seeing some people that I think might be the same. Do you have any information? They're like, oh, no, I don't have too much. I don't know uh, exactly where the link would be. And then I did the ancestor DNA and I was like, you are my second cousin. Whoa. <laughs> so that means that uh, your your grandma and my grandma were sisters. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, OK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, OK, yeah, now I know who you are the link so i can give you information yeah so that was pretty cool um but just uh the other day uh, i was contacted by another family member well i guess technically they're not a family member but their grandkids are family members okay. because it's like a step oh right okay kind yeah. Of, yeah that kind of thing uh and they're like ah, i see this person in your family tree and we're trying to like build and who are you kind of thing i was like oh okay so your granddaughter is my niece <laughs> nice and they're like oh okay hi good times so they're doing some kind I of found out, I found out I had another niece and nephew I didn't know about. Ah, nice. Niece and nephew. And I, I, Those I are pretty close sister. relatives. I'm pretty, I, I know, I, as far as I know, I know all of my nieces and nephews and cousins. <laughs> you and never stuff. know. Yeah. I mean, I had that uh, surprise sister a few years ago. Yeah. I think my family's fucked up, dude. Yours is just. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We, we got a whole different level. We're... Right. Right. <laughs> surprise sister i did find um there was this lawsuit um from um one of my it's like a great like a 
third or fourth great grandmother whose last name was the same as mine. And apparently mm-hmm. there was a, um, she, she sued a guy Ooh. because um, he got, he promised to marry her <laughs> and then got her pregnant oh. and then didn't marry her. Scandalous. Right. And we share this, the last name. So my last name doesn't come all the way up through the male line. There's that little blip there where it comes to the female line and there's not much known about her. Um, but she won $350. Wow. Um, she was awarded three hundred fifty dollars back in like eighteen eighty or something crazy like That's that. That's a lot of money. In a ton of money. She sued him for like bastard. It was called bastardization or something like that. <laughs> you made my kids a bastard. I know. How dare you? Which is That's... so so fitting for my family. <laughs> uh, I discovered actually uh, because of this message I got, I started looking into you know because when you're on Ancestry, they give you hints. Oh yeah, yeah. About the hints, you know, yeah. they're like, oh hey, this might be a thing. So I like was going through some of the hints on my great grandfather on my father's side, uh, who also I don't know anything about really, uh, and I found some obituaries that weren't there, and that's the thing that you know when you're with Ancestry, they're digitizing more and more records like all the time right Uh, and so the last time i did a search all these records weren't there yet and so i found a obituary for this guy and i was like nope this is definitely because like it listed the kids and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um so i was able to confirm it and it said that he was he managed a spanish language newspaper really yeah interesting he was like the the owner or an operator of a spanish language newspaper that's neat i was like well that's cool that is we be in See, <laughs> donde está la? I can't remember what newspaper is. Periodico, right? Periodico, yes, there it right? is. There yeah. it is. Yeah, periodico. Sí, es muy importante porque los uh, gringos <laughs> te gusta dolor de cabeza. Sí. <laughs> well, was that it? I guess. Okay. I mean, now that you said, is that it? That's like a terrible way to end it. <laughs> but let's do it that horrible. Way. We were talking earlier about how uh, the things that we do for people that they don't know that we're doing them a favor, mm. you know? And you mm-hmm. said, I don't talk to people. So I actually do that where, um, especially with women <laughs> who I feel like are just bombarded all the time with just <laughs> dudes and bros just trying to chat them up. I just say hello and I avoid eye contact and I don't talk to them. And I think that's nice for them. Hopefully, <laughs> you know, you know, that, uh, that did spark my memory that, you know, when I was on campus mm-hmm. because I was in grad school and things oh, yeah. like that, uh, I was often very aware of that kind of thing. So like, if it was like late at night, I would try to make myself as least, uh, uh what's the word I'm trying to think of threatening. Threatening, yeah, that's the word. Yeah. As least threatening as possible, you know, yeah. keeping good distance and you know, not being a tool, you know, the, the usual things. Right, um, and if they if they talk to me, if they say something to me, I'll say something back. You know, I'm yeah. I'm pleasant to them, but I don't go out of the way to be like, yeah, extra friendly or whatever. I yeah. and I hope I hope they appreciate it <laughs> because, yeah. um, yeah, anyway. I don't hope that they appreciate it. I I hope that they just didn't feel yes threatened at that moment and didn't have to think about it. That's exactly right. At least, didn't have to, or at least though, had to think about it less. Even though it's apparently always on women's minds, they're always yeah. like you have to be aware of their surroundings because otherwise some man will attack them, which is a really shitty thing to happen, of course. 
Mm-hmm. Speaking of shit. Uh, employees at two different Warren, Michigan auto shops were shocked when they realized someone had pooped in cars that belonged to customers. Oh my God, they dookied in this car. <laughs> this is a local story because we had the one, we had the one, well, the, the Warren police were on the lookout for a man or his poop, perhaps, who pooped in unlocked cars at Mr. Friendly Auto Service. <laughs> and twins tire service they're so friendly come and shit in our car <laughs> right <laughs> i i wonder if the warren police have a uh one of those toilets with the butthole scanners so they can oh know, check that would make be sure good. it's the right guy i wonder if they made like a little drawing of the poops you know do they have to like check it like with a with a bullet to match the bullet to the the gun where they can check the turd to the butthole <laughs> They can check the, uh, what do they call it, the barreling pattern, whatever it's called? Yeah, the, bar- the barreling pattern of the uh, <laughs> southern pucker. <laughs> so poop has DNA in it. They could DNA test this poop, right, and see who it was. I just well, don't think they this... would, right? Well, they just did a DNA test. Turns out it's 100% that shit. <laughs> so the man um, first struck at Mr. Friendly Auto Service in November and was captured on security footage. Uh, the security footage showed the man grabbing sanitary napkins, opening a customer's van, and pooping inside of it. Wait. And then the man came back in January. Wait. Isn't sanitary napkins another word for maxi pads? That's what I thought. Yes. That's the connection that I've always... Uh... <laughs> right. So, grab them from where? Gra- where did he get the sanitary napkins from? Maybe they have a sanitary napkin dispenser like in their bathroom or just outside the just maybe maybe the tampax truck was uh <laughs> in for repairs it's it's much like the oscar meyer wiener mobile except oh, yeah. it's just a giant tampon so you think they have wieners in the wiener mobile is that what you're saying yeah this is a tampon sitting on top of a maxi pad with wings so that begs another question that it's complete complete different uh, subject change here so the oscar meyer wiener mobile mobile mm-hmm. wouldn't they sell hot dogs out of that or didn't they or is it just a a car i would assume they would sell hot dogs out of it yeah but that'd be a big miss if they didn't it would be a huge miss if they didn't have hot did dogs. you know there's a planter's peanut mobile i did know that yeah i saw it at the home depot earlier this well last year i guess really yeah, 2020 I, it'd be much easier to sell peanuts out of a peanut mobile than it would be to sell hot dogs out of a wiener mobile because you have to heat the That's hot true. dogs up you see uh, it was terrible when there was an accident where the one crashed into the other. Good one. Nuts so th- and wieners everywhere. <laughs> the security footage. Okay, we said that already. The second incident happened February 3rd at Twins Tire Service. He dropped two logs there. Ah, because twi- it's, twi- twin it's twins. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, the employee okay. said although it was unsettling, the poop froze due to cold temperatures. He was able to shovel it out of the car, which was a slightly easier cleanup than, nice. you know. Hopefully he eats a lot of fiber, too. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have to, like, chip it out of the car with, like, a, yeah. a chisel. <laughs> after this, wine shits. After this, the auto shop deep cleaned the car for the customer, free of charge, by the way. So <laughs> if you're looking for so. an honest nice service go to mr friendly auto service in warren michigan (laughs) that's right free of charge they'll clean the shit out of your car (laughs) 
So uh, Maybe I guess you just have to shit in your car before you drop it off, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, someone shit in this car!" It's like Mr. Friendly's the shit. <laughs> right. So the issue is, um, like, so my question first was like, why didn't they lock the cars? But the cars were in the in the um, at the auto shop because they were having um, electrical problems or like lock mm, problems, yeah, so, right? So they couldn't lock the cars. Mm-hmm. Makes uh, sense. Yeah. Well, Twins Tire Service caught the man's license plate on its security footage, uh, so they they got that to help track him down. And as reported previously on this podcast, which is indeed um, obviously a very hard hitting news podcast, back in October a similar incident happened in a in the Belleville Mire. A man pooped in an empty box and left it on a shelf. <laughs> What's it with people in pooping places? I, I think it's the same guy. I think it's the same you person. Think so? All these, yeah. Maybe maybe he has an irritable bowel syndrome and he just you know wherever he is he just has to poop immediately yep. and just chooses a place. It's freedom. Yeah. I bet he doesn't wear a mask either on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, the, well. These Michigan people they just they're just shitty people. I think they are. They are just they like just... us. They are us and we are them. Do you ever hear see those like? Um, those like com- dumb commercials that are like Michigan people are hardworking and they don't take crap Ugh. from anybody and blah blah blah. Ugh, don't talk about me like I'm anything like the dude next to me. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he shits shit. in a mire, and you know what I don't do? Shit in a mire. <laughs> right. You know what I also Born don't do? Mister Friendlies. Uh, I don't uh, own a business and then stop people who don't believe what I believe in from buying things at my business. Although, would I? I think I would. Would you? No. You would discriminate? Would I discriminate against, like, a racist? Of course I would. Like, if someone was like, oh, so let's say, um, like, if someone uh, was anti-gay and they were like, we want you to do, a, I don't know, a podcast about anti-gay people. I'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. And they're like, I'll pay you $100. And I'm like, no, I'm still not doing that, bro. You know what I'm saying? What if you were making uh, cakes? Cakes, cakes. That's and that's where this always comes up. No, it's always it's cakes. always wedding cakes, right? I'm making wedding, wedding cakes, cakes, and someone comes in and they're like, "You don't do those homo cakes, do you?" Because I don't like that. I'd be like, "We do," and so you need to leave. And I don't want your money. I think I think that's where it comes down to. Are you coming into my place of business to be belligerent and espouse your craziness? Right. I would also not. If s- I don't know, obviously, I'm not going to do anything. Not sell anything to a person who wasn't wearing a mask because. If you can't yeah. even do that little bit of like um, nice to caring for being, those right? around you, yeah, then yeah. fuck you. So this but, is all leading into um, this next uh, story. Mm-hmm. A Michigan-based ammunition shop is refusing to sell to any customers who voted for President Joe Biden in the 2020 election. Okay, good. Hmm. Let, <laughs> there, there are so there's a whole subreddit of liberal gun owners, mm-hmm. and I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I guess. My, I'm, I'm sure I've said my stance on gun, gun ownership. I, I don't think anyone should have guns because I wouldn't want to kill someone who was just, like, trying to take my stuff. Um, but, like, if they didn't have guns, then I wouldn't need guns, right? And it's the, the Catch-22. So Indeed. Uh, in a series of follow-up tweets, uh, this person, the company stressed that it was will- perfectly willing to give up potential sales to people who voted for Biden. Probably because they know they don't have many sales, is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, the company 
in their tweets, the company said, we don't want your money and you shouldn't want us to have it because we're going to use it to make more ammunition, sell it to citizenry, and do everything in our power to prevent Joe Biden's administration from usurping the rights of Americans. I was I was in I was ready for it until the last part. Prevent Joe Biden's. What? When has Joe Biden ever said that they're going to take guns away from Americans? When I mean, did Obama big, ever say it? Yeah, this is the big boogie boogeyman of uh, you know all right wing nut job heads. Like they're going to take your gun. No one's ever brought up taking your guns because we all know it's not going to happen. So like, right, like stop being idiots. Exactly. I mean, yes, I would happily take every gun away from every person. Right. But I know it's not going to oh, happen. Totally fine with that. But it's not going to happen. Just because I want that to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. Just because people want gun control doesn't mean they're going to come and take your gun. I'm a responsible gun owner. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you're not, probably. Right. Like, if you're a responsible gun owner, you wouldn't want people who are irresponsible gun owners to have guns. And therefore, you'd want strict rules to make sure only responsible gun owners have them so that no one can complain. I said earlier, I don't think people should eat meat. And I don't think they should, even though I still eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so, you're going to go get so a McChicken, critical, you're going to have a hamburger, you're going to, yeah. Right. Because that's the way of things. But I know it's People not, we're not going to get rid of our that meats. they do not live up to. That's just how it is. So while conservatives applaud such action, they're the first ones to complain if a tech company rejects customers, uh, such as when they kicked Trump's ass off of Twitter. Did you write that? I did, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> it didn't sound like a news story quote no. I was reading there. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure this was an entirely, like, uh, I think this was a commentary on a news story when I was reading oh, this. okay, I gotcha. Like, a blog or whatever. But yeah, like, they're all four companies should be able to do whatever they want because they're a private company, blah, 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 until Trump gets kicked off Twitter, and then they're like, you're censoring us, yeah, <laughs> companies should be able to do that, <laughs> Didn't we do a story a long, long time ago about Kennesaw, Georgia, being like requiring their citizens to own guns? Did we do that? Ever do that story Maybe. on the pod? I, so I remember the story. Right. I don't remember if we did it on the pod. I'd have to do research since we're now at 135 episodes. Oh boy. Well, that could be on, on our uh, upcoming segment if we had a podcast back then. Yeah. <laughs> that means if uh, 135 episodes, we've done roughly 600 news stories. Wow a lot of news stories. And we kind of remember the ones we do, don't we? A lot of them, Even with yeah. the alcohol consumption. <laughs> not, not a, I'm, I'm having a dry night tonight. I'm just drinking some H2O. Well, that doesn't sound very dry. Water's wet, isn't it? I was told water isn't wet because the, uh, the definition of wet is to be uh, saturated with water. Right, so isn't water saturated with water? No, how can it be saturated with itself? So Are, they say... I argue that water is wet, so... Yeah. Well, there are a lot of people because, that are full of what's themselves. The, what's the alternative? It's dry? <laughs> right. Yeah. Water, water isn't dry. dry. Of course not. So, it's it's stupid pedantic nonsense because we make up words to mean whatever to easily communicate things. And yeah. You think you found a loophole because you're the internet and you're actually stupid. So. Right. And I always thought that pedantic was like an ant that um, was like a pedophile for other younger ants. You know? No, no, no. It's an ant that uh, studies feet. Mm, mm. Okay. Pediatric. Not pediatric. Uh, ped, ped, uh... Ped... <laughs> Podiatrist. Podi... Podiatrist. No, podiatry. Not... Oh, anyway. 
let's move on, shall we? <laughs> proctology is the other one. That's that's the butthole. Proctology is the b-hole of the body. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. So okay. Yeah, so, so okay. I won't buy any guns or ammunition from this gun shop. Though. So here's the thing: the way they find out is you have to check a box that says you didn't vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> like, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> you asked me a question, and I have to just check a box, like. Right. You got me. Oh, I need these bullets, but what do I do? I don't want to lie on a form that's not biting. <laughs> so bite, binding, biting, Biden, Biden. Oh boy, binding. So um, yeah. I think that uh, since we're talking about it, and since everyone asked my opinion, I think that um, we should talk about gun safety in schools. If people are going to own guns. You know they um we took um my daughter to the the pediatrician <laughs> the proctologist <laughs> yeah we, we took her to the ped proc and uh there was like one of the one of the questions on a questionnaire we asked is like do you do you have guns in the house and i Don't wonder really. if you said yes if they would like give you like if dr bonesack whatever the fuck his name was would give like a little little blip on well you know guns are gun safety blah 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 Making sure that you lock it up. So, my daughter's pediatrician was named Doctor Bone Sack. Bone Sack. Is he in with uh, Doctor Spaceman? <laughs> yeah, that's Buscemin. <laughs> so anyway, if we're gonna have uh, if we're gonna have gun guns in the United States, then we should teach gun safety in schools, just like we teach um, sex ed in schools. Like, hey, if you find a gun, fucking run. Go tell an adult. Don't pick it up. Don't touch it. If your friend's touching it, run. And if you can, run in the zigzag patterns. I can't shoot you with it. So, (laughs) uh, being in a school. Oh, yeah. um, And how we have to approach sex ed. You probably wouldn't like uh, what we'd have to do with gun safety. No? Yes. Please please elaborate. Well, I mean, in, we, we can't talk about condoms. We can't talk about sex. We can't talk about birth control. Uh, all we can talk about is you shouldn't have sex because you will get AIDS and die. Is that because of the school that you work for, or is that a Michigan standard? That's a Michigan state law. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> so, I'm sure so they'd I'm be... Sure a, gun, a gun thing would be, we can't talk about gun safes. We can't talk about the safety on guns. Uh, we can't talk about licensing. Uh, all we can say is that... Uh, all we can talk about is if you got exploding ammo, you can really take yeah. out a piece of cattle. That that guns were brought to us by Jesus Christ in the 11th <laughs> commandment says, Thou shalt not infringe upon my right to bear arms. Right. So <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to solve gun debate and sex sex ed here too. So the, um, the thing with like the... So if... We could be sure that all parents knew everything about sex ed themselves and could teach their children that I'm okay with like very minimal sex education in schools. But because we know that people are idiots and they don't know that kind of those kind of things, and people still don't know like that like the, the vagina and the urethra are two different holes, right? In the female anatomy, like they don't even know that. <laughs> they don't know that women can't hold their period blood in until they go to a bathroom. They don't know that. So, like, we need to teach them the science of of bi- and the biology of sex education, right? 
and how to avoid getting getting STDs and how avoid how to avoid getting no. pregnant if you want to. And I mean, if that's what you're doing, you might as well just set up beds and have them fuck each other. Ugh, that's what they think because these conservative people doing. all want to fuck children. I think, and that's all they can think about is fucking kids. If kids talk about sex, they want to fuck, and I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I was approached at my school to to be the the teacher for the the because we separate the boys and girls in eighth grade oh, and yeah, give them yeah. the uh, STD lesson because it's mm. not actually sex ed mm-hmm. uh, and they're like hey uh, we need you to do this and I was like yeah I'm not doing that Mm-mm-mm. like no well come on we need you I was like nope not doing it I don't believe in the the curriculum I do not support it and they're like well neither do I and I was like. Okay, but I'm not doing it. So there's the difference. Can they can they at least talk about consent at school in uh, schools, please? So so here's what happens. Uh, if you have a question, you can write it down on a piece of paper, and then you turn the piece of paper in, and then they look at the piece of paper and they go, "Can't answer this question. Can't answer this question. Can't answer this question." Go ask your parents. And the parents will say, "Well, based on rom coms." As long as if you're persi- if she says she doesn't like you at first, just be really persistent and just be super persistent. And she'll be hotter when she takes off her glasses and just like keep asking forever. And then eventually she'll give up and uh, you'll get married. Yeah. And if she doesn't, she's a bitch. <laughs> right. Right. No. That's and then that is why I said I will not teach this class. Right. Good for you. This is not something I, I will do. So someone else had to take the there's so many other take problems the there's so many other problems we need to solve and this this is really big i don't know anyway you know another big problem what's that the fucking internet oh the internet's a huge problem i know oh i hate it you know oh, what, oh, you know what not... pisses me off so bad what's that i hate comcast as oh all yeah people. me too and and i get these ad these emails because i had at&t uh cell phone service for a very long time and I get these emails that's like switch to AT&T, UVerse, whatever, fast, blah, blah, blah. And then I go look, and you know what it was? Uh, they didn't have that in my area. Right. They only had the, the DSL, which is like eight times slower than Comcast. Yes, right. And I was like, you fucking assholes. You made me like go through all this to see if I could get rid of Comcast because I hate them. Not that I like AT&T much better, but, you know, just on principle, I hate Comcast more than any other company. Right. Uh, and yeah, and they're just fucking with me. It's not even here in, in our area. I hate them all. So I have uh, I have the choice in my building. I have the choice between AT&T Fiber oh. or Comcast. Do you do AT&T? So here's the thing. AT&T Fiber, they still throttle <laughs> the speeds of, of the fiber. Oh, so they can give you know make you pay for more speed. Yeah, so they can make you pay for more speed exactly, and it, instead of just offering the full speed at a certain price to everyone, they uh, throttle the speed. Um, so it would have been the same, like two hundred fifty megabits per second, or whatever, or two fifty gigs. But I don't know what they call it now that these days. Greedy motherfuckers. That's, I know, greedy that's motherfuckers. That's what it is. And eight and AT and T and Comcast are one and the same. They're just greedy, and yeah. so I hate them both equally. Um, because they have these monopolies over us. Like if I, if yes. there was just a choice, because they, it's the worst customer service I've ever experienced from any mm-hmm. company, right? Both of those companies. Um, and if we just had a choice, and we do now, Comcast or AT and T, but it's like, 
Well, it, I don't because like the, AT&T's choice is like basically dial up. Right. It's like the presidential election. Do you want like Satan or Hitler? Which one of those do you choose? Like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I don't think Biden's uh, any of those people. It's just, no. you know what I'm saying? It's a false dichotomy. Well, I don't know what dichotomy means, but I know that there's a difference between two things. And anyway, so North Hollywood resident Aaron Epstein has been mm, a loyal no. AT&T customer since 1960. I mean, can you be a loyal customer in 1960 when, like, all your choice was AT&T and they actually owned your phone and you were renting it? Much like their modems nowadays. I'm sure, yeah. But as his uh, technology needs increased, his internet service just wasn't keeping up. What? Are you sure he wasn't a Comcast customer? <laughs> so, so I have no problem with Comcast's service necessarily, it's just like their their shady business practices of like mm-hmm. um, charging for modem rentals or or like charging for modem rentals even though you're not renting a modem. So you have to like keep a an eagle eye on your bill so that they don't uh-huh. like charge you extra or raise your prices randomly. Uh-huh. Or yeah, how about this one? We during the month of December we're all working from home, mm, all yeah. streaming video from home, and we were using up all of our data per month. Mm. And data caps, yeah. But one. yeah, they have a data cap and no other, like, uh, I can't, it's not like with my cell phone where if I need more data, I could buy a better plan that gave me more data. Right. So they just charge you. Have, you. you have just, you just have, yeah, you have like the data cap or you can get their new unlimited service. But if you want to use your own modem, they're going to charge you more. Right. Like, fuck you. You're going to charge me more to use my own merchandise. Right. Like, why? So that's the other thing with AT&T and why I didn't go with them is because um, I wasn't, I could not use my own modem with them. Mm-hmm. I had to use theirs. There wasn't an option. I even called. So with Comcast, I could use my own modem. So I'm continuing to do that. Yeah. Jesus. I hate, I hate Comcast so much. I, know. I hate this, all these things so much. Me too. So uh, Aaron Epstein placed two ads in the Wall Street Journal on February 3rd to vent his frustrations at a cost of about $10,000, this guy wow. spent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be old and be like, yeah, I fucking hate AT&T so much, I will spend $10,000. I'm old and I'm mad and I'm rich. I'm a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> also, I'm white. <laughs> I kept calling AT&T, he said. When are you going to give us faster speed? They said, it's coming. It's coming. But what really made me angry was when they started putting ads in the paper and sending emails and putting ads on the internet saying, try our faster speeds. <laughs> but this, the faster speed wasn't available in his area, representatives told him. The ads were oh, titled. Oh, wait, AT&T doing that? That's the same shit I was saying that they do to me. Exactly. I'm going to read this as Bernie. The ads were titled, open letter to Mr. John T. Stanky, CEO AT&T. And ended with the question, why is AT&T... A leading communications company treating us so shabbily in North Hollywood. Look, they're just not sending their best, okay? <laughs> they're sending dial-up and DSL. Uh, he placed one ad in the newspaper's Dallas, Texas edition to reach oh. the company's executive offices. Oh. And one in the New York edition to reach its investors. So I mean, smart guy. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that this story made the internet news because... <laughs> 
It's just such an old man thing to do. I'll place an <laughs> ad in the newspapers, then they'll read it. Like nobody reads newspapers, bro. Like, <laughs> and then he checked the classifieds for a, for a job. <laughs> right, right. And a date. Oh, ooh. so the ninety-year-old says the money he spent on the ads might have otherwise gone to an annual vacation. Who spends ten thousand dollars on? Well, I guess rich people do. Well, um, I mean, uh, like a seven-day cruise, and for a family of three. Uh, How many kids did, does Ted Cruz have? I forget. Uh, I, I I don't know. Uh, Too many. I, I mean, spiders usually lay like what fifty thousand eggs. <laughs> yeah, but normally the the female kills the male spider when they're done mating. So I don't think that. Uh, well, she missed one. <laughs> <laughs> so by the way, AT and T has hooked him up with a fiber connection. And he's getting over 300 megabits per second up and down. All it took was well, getting interviewed. Know, that's what I get on, Co- on Comcast. So, <laughs> right. Know. All it took was getting interviewed by on on TV, the ad going viral on Twitter, and as Stephen Colbert mentioned. Was he interviewed on and TV? Ten, and $10,000. And $10,000, right. So Boy, I that's... guess if you want to bully a company, just get $10,000. And... So he's probably one of those people that, that pays like six hundred dollars a month or something for AT and T because if you don't yeah. if you don't oh, switch companies you don't right you don't yeah exactly you don't call and bitch at them they'll just keep raising your price until they're they're just and I think a lot of um, a lot of Comcast customers with the cable and the internet and stuff a lot of the older subscribers they just get every channel because they always have and they just keep jacking the price up and it's like oh yeah absolutely it's like three hundred dollars a month to get everything like the fastest everything right. Which is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's why I cut Comcast and I've been using the antenna and been saving so much money for the past year. Yeah. I mean, when I, you add it all up, like thousands of dollars. Literal thousands of dollars. Which is literal insane. thousands of dollars. I need to get my antenna to a better location, though. Mm. So that's going to be one of my spring uh, activities. I need to do some uh, trim painting. And I was oh, like, okay. I don't wanna I don't wanna put it up there until I paint the trim because then I'd have to paint around it and Right. But then while you're up there you might as well put an antenna up there, right? You're gonna get one of the really yeah. big ones? No, no, just the I mean the one I have right now is perfectly fine. It's just, you know, it'd be better if it was up higher and you know, not facing where it's facing, like it'd be a little bit better in a different location. Right. Because so. in, in where we are, um, like, you know, MC Ann Arbor area, you have to face it what east to get Detroit channels? Uh, yeah, like kind of like northish east. Northish east, okay. Uh, North- but you know, being in Ann Arbor, it's possible with the antenna I got that I might be able to pick up like Jackson or Lansing stations as well. Oh wow! Oh, and Toledo stations too, right? And Toledo stations as well, mm. uh, which you know, I had me very very excited that, and and I was getting some Toledo stations at first, and then something got jiggled or moved and it wasn't working as well which is why i want to get it on on the roof instead of in the window right um because i was very excited i was hoping on thanksgiving to be able to watch the macy's parade instead of the stupid fucking detroit parade oh. i hate it so much oh i never watched so those. angry yeah I, i'm a macy's parade person and they never have it on and for a while i was watching it on telemundo <laughs> but obviously i don't have telemundo anymore so is that where you learned all your Spanish from? Si, es muy bueno. Oh, yes. No, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Brought to you by Sprite. 
<laughs> or what, I don't know, whatever. I just remember my Spanish teacher in um, in high school always talking about, like, he would always say, um, like, brand names in, like, English, like, uh, American English accent, right? Um, but then he would always say, Sprite, like that. <laughs> but he would always talk about Sprite, too. It was weird. Like, he was his favorite drink or something. He was also yeah, my, he also uh, smoked cigarettes in the parking lot, which is very funny oof. for a high school teacher. <laughs> <to do. laughs> I mean, that's very common in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Well, they couldn't Mr. smoke Shiroka. in the school anymore, am I right? Yeah, they had to go out and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my uh, I I remember my Spanish teacher in middle school made us pick names that were Spanish mm-hmm. names. Mm-hmm. I was Pedro. So that that was a I common thing. So you hated Pedro. No, I hated that we had to pick names and. Uh, uh, was there not a, a Jason in Spanish? We weren't allowed to have it if there was. What well, seriously? We, they, oh, they, we oh okay. To, they gave us a list. Oh boy. Okay. The names that you can pick. So that happened uh, to me, like in seventh grade. We picked uh, our names, and I didn't know Hail Fredo was like what Jeffrey was, you know, or Hail for <laughs> Yef or Jefe or whatever. So um, I picked Pablo, but I ended up picking that like as my um, the same name seventh through like eleventh grade. So I had like the same Spanish name all the way through mm-hmm. all of my Spanish classes, which was kind of cool, I think. So I remember I was gonna I wanted paid, uh, Pablo. Oh yeah, but someone else picked Pablo before I could. Well, so was that person's name Paul? Because no, that would make I sense. Remember. I think his name was Sean or something. But you should be able to have more than one Pablo because I'm sure you had more than one Jason mm-hmm. in some of your classes, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. That that happened uh, from time to time. I never really met uh, a Jeff until I was graduating high school. Interesting. Then in the workplace, there are tons of Jeffs. Jeffs everywhere. Yeah. Swing a dead cat, hit a Jeff. <laughs> yeah, so I remember that about my uh, middle school Spanish class and that my teacher parted her hair down the middle and would, like, brush it out of her face in a really weird way. She had this, like, weird motion. <laughs> And she'd always, like, as she closed the door, she'd take a big, deep breath and go, Buenos dias. Oh, boy. My Spanish she, she teacher was, she was the worst. would say, Tengo un regalo para ustedes. Uh, <laughs> and he'd laugh and he'd say, it's the gift of knowledge. <laughs> and he'd hand out homework. <laughs> you'd do it every me, time. <laughs> you know, but thinking back, my middle school Spanish teacher was the best. As it went, the Spanish teachers got worse. Uh, so yeah. Mrs. Nathan was the Spanish teacher in middle school, and she was like, ugh, Miss Nathan. Yeah. But she was better than Miss Schiffler mm. in ninth grade, who sucked, and Mrs. Aarons in 10th grade, who had a southern accent. Ew. So she was all, buenos dias, y'all. <laughs> buenos dias, come westes. She used to say, mucha la gente. <laughs> like, wait, what? Did she say many the people? Is that what she was saying? <laughs> and she used to always, like, grab her head and point up to the sky and go, I'm just going to blow my top. Oh, boy. Y'all are just going to make me blow my top? Blow my top, she says. Mm-hmm. She was like 800 years old. She's the reason I quit Spanish. <laughs> really? Oh, that's It's like, fuck this bitch. And I transferred to Latin. Oh. I loved Latin. It was so great. Ubi a uh, something. <laughs> Puella es mesa. Puella ah. sub mesa. <laughs> Puella sub vaca. Nobody knows how the Latins the Latins was spoken, right? Uh well, I mean, sure. the the Catholic Church still speaks Latin. Well, we can guess, but it's probably as different 
Uh, well, they've been speaking Latin since you know Rome, right? But it's as different now as as uh, like English would be. Yeah, I mean, right? yeah. Like, so as old time English changes, English, yeah. it probably would be. There'd probably be some. Well, I don't know, because they're not speaking it that much, I guess. Yeah, if only we had fast <laughs> internet speeds, we could look all this stuff up and not worry about it. Because I think the way the I mean English changes because you're using like slang and shit, and Latin is very like. This is what you say because this is what the Bible says. So, right. Oh yeah. I don't think there's as many like. <laughs> I don't think the Pope has a bunch of Latin slang. <laughs> <laughs> Other than like you know, ciao. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think this current Pope is pretty pretty nice though. You know, he'd probably use some I, good slang. I like his. I like the cut of his jib. Yeah, he's good. Uh, he's big on like you know, equality of uh, like economic equality and helping the poor and all that kind of the things that you think that the church should be all about right which is nice but unfortunately there are less catholics now than there have ever been right isn't that a thing where they keep losing parishioners i mean that's true of many religions oh thank god (laughs) (laughs) it's not enough though not enough that's true so what did we learn today jason uh, we learned that if you got $10,000, maybe you can bully AT&T into like doing their fucking job. It's crazy that it has to happen that way. So we also learned, uh, the gun shop won't serve liberals, um, because there were none. <laughs> uh, we learned that police and Warren are looking for a poopetrator who, uh, dropped a deuce in a couple of cars. I hope they're not looking for me because I also poop. I just poop in toilets. <laughs> Hopefully not one of the toilets at like Home Depot though. <laughs> no, no. They're for display only. <laughs> we also learned that scientists are teaching pigs to play video games. I just so can't our... wait till they get a hold of Grand Theft Auto. And learn how to bacon, do that. Our bacon days are numbered. Yeah. Got fucking animal farm going on soon. <laughs> uh, and we learned that if you live in Texas, don't be surprised when your mayor is an asshole and does the Texasiest Texas thing that you did Texas. Because you voted for him on that exact platform. Exactly. Yeah, and this hour has been an hour and 25 minutes. Oh, good grief. Okay, so I have some bad news. Okay. And it's not uh, It's not that Ted Cruz went, went to Texas. Or, well, fuck, went to Mexico. Because, honestly, <laughs> grand scheme... I don't really care about that. Like it sucks as for him as a politician, and I think he's dumb, and I hate him. But I didn't. And vote I for think him. America's better without him. So you know, go to go to Mexico. Sure, go to Mexico and stay, please. So here's some bad news. So um, my uh, so a couple of years ago we found this cat. Uh, my ex-wife mm-hmm. and I found this cat under um, our neighbor's porch. It was like it was in the middle of winter. It's like January, February, sometime like uh, now, and it was gonna be like. 10 degrees that night the cat would have died being out there for the elements and we brought him inside and um kind of cared for him and stuff and he was a sweet just sweet cat just <laughs> just like loved laying in laps and was upside down and let, let you pet his belly and we've had cats that we've taken in from the in the past um that were very nice when we got them um but then were dicks after that right <laughs> this cat was not this cat was wonderful yeah, um, you've, you've got a real dick cat there for uh, one of them. Yeah, we did, yeah. Uh, we found her in a trailer park. We rescued her from Rossonville Woods, bro, and she still well, hated us for it. You can take the cat out of the trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> right, 
Right. So this cat was um, very friendly. We took him to the vet and stuff, and it turns out he had feline leukemia, which is a virus. It's an incurable. Mm-hmm. Um, and those kind of cats, either it can have a very short life or it can live a full, healthy life, but you just never know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we've had him for a couple of years, and he has been my daughter's um, like best friend through the preferred cat the preferred cat preferred for is the <laughs> uh, so, like he'd sleep in her bed with her and like he was just the big cuddle monster and like he'd come running when she'd come home from school and stuff like it was like a big thing right he was her best friend and like especially through the divorce um just just the best friend that you know a, a kid could have well we had to put him to sleep uh yesterday and it was it was awful seeing my daughter like that um uh being so heartbroken and it, as a parent to see your child be that heartbroken like i i was sad that the mm-hmm. cat had to be put to sleep as well he had some issues with his feeling leukemia he had an infection that couldn't be cured and stuff and because of the mm-hmm. leukemia so anyway so it just sucked it's been a very very hard couple of days it just happened yesterday based on our recording today and um so i just wanted to kind of like talk about that a little bit have you you, you've had some pets that had to be put to sleep i've had a few yeah Yeah. uh we've had three cats we've had two dogs Hmm. so i've as an adult i've not had to put a pet to sleep yet oh man yeah how how did that how did that happen the one cat that we got uh, Maggie, mm-hmm. we ended up giving to, um, mm, yeah, giving to someone uh-huh. else in in Texas actually, and she like died a year later on her like mm-hmm. natural causes or something. Oh. Um, so we've never had to put a cat to sleep or a, a pet to sleep. So how was that yeah. with your um, with your younger daughter? So with the youngest daughter, we've only had one incident. So last year we lost one of our cats, mm-hmm. uh, our our older cat, and for the most part she was okay. Like she felt sad. She didn't want to be in the room when it happened, mm, mm. Um, but it wasn't. It was probably more. I don't know. Maturely handled, I guess, might be the word than I expected it to be. Oh, from like more mature than from your daughter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. expected. You know, she she handled it very well. With okay, I understand. You know what what you're saying, and you know I'm sad about this, and you know I will miss him, and. That kind of stuff. Uh, it probably helped that he wasn't the most cuddly. Like he wasn't like the cat you're talking about that is always up in your business and like cuddling and yeah. you know. Uh, so I think maybe she would have a bigger problem with one of her current cats. Yeah. Who, you know, she drags around and you know all that kind of stuff. That cat. Um, so that cat was not cuddly to her, but every time I would come over, he would he would if I was laying on the couch, he would come and stand on my chest and get his face right in my face. <laughs> and he, I think he knew I was allergic to cats. He would just get all up in my face. <laughs> they seem to know. Uh, uh, yeah. My cats do that to my uncle. Oh, like my uncle yeah, would come yeah. over and he's allergic to cats and they'd be like, hello. Right. How can we serve you today? So, so it was, it was $385. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk nuts and bolts, right? Three hundred eighty-five dollars to euthanize this cat, which I think is a lot. Um, and they're also going to, I, I apparently send him off to be cremated, and mm-hmm. we're going to get his cremains. Yes. Um, 
I didn't look at that's any. That's why of... it's three hundred. It's the it's the uh, uh, the premium service. It's a premium service. Back. It's it's not throwing him in the dumpster out back. No, <laughs> they're gonna or, ship him or somewhere. Or doing a, a mass cremation with like all the other animals that people didn't pay the premium service for. So that's what I assume happens. Even like, how are you to, how are you to know, even with like people and their cremains, mm-hmm. like how are you to know there's not someone else's like uncle Zach or whatever mixed in your, your grandpa, whatever, like his ashes. Right. I mean, uh, I guess part of it might be regulate. I mean, with people, I imagine there's regulations. I imagine there are regulations, involved. but how I, I well do they, how well do they clean out that, that the area where they cremate them, you know? I mean, I don't know. I've never seen a crematorium and how it's set up. Yeah. So, don't know. I'm not sure I'm interested enough to go down that rabbit hole. So, whenever someone or something dies, I I get this this intense fascination with death and all of the um all the things that go along with it like when my when my grandpa died for example mm-hmm. i noticed um there were these red they had these red lights um set in, in where his funeral was was like maybe like a it was a big it was a funeral home it was like an ancient like 1800s funeral home it was really mm-hmm. old not ancient but it was old um but it was like two stories tall in that room right so they had these like two lights that were red and i looked up like what's the significance of red lights uh for funerals and i thought maybe like uh it was like maybe a uh either a religious or like a spiritual thing or like a red light could like send them off to you know they follow red lights to send them off to whatever the next level is no no it wasn't any of that it was so they look less dead that's the reason why they have red lights at funerals so that the Mm. the body will look less uh, dead. They want to make them look to look as they looked alive, which is insane. Also, I mean, yeah. Also, I wasn't given the option to taxidermy him. <laughs> is that really a, a common option these days anymore? At vets, I don't think so, but I feel like they would just give us his body and we could go get him taxidermied, like in a weird position or whatever. <laughs> I swear, like, my dog Callie, I love her to death, but when, when she goes, I'm thinking of getting her taps with taxidermy, dude. I just like it would be so <laughs> I mean she does sit very still. <laughs> and, and I think if you taxidermied her in a sitting position, yeah, uh, I might not know at first. Right. And she like, she's, oh, hey, Callie, a, here, she's a weird looking dog anyway. She, she does have a, a little thing going on. Um, I may have told the story in the podcast. I was out vacationing out, out in the west side of the state, and we were at this, like, big... Uh, it was an Airbnb, but it was, like, a lot of property. So I had Eva, the big dog, and Callie, the weird-looking little one, um, off-leash, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I didn't know that other dog owners would be walking their dog on this property. So anyway, Eva runs up to this lady with a dog, and the lady's like nice or whatever. She's like, oh hi, oh my gosh, look at you. And she's petting her, and she's like, you know, whatever. And then Callie runs up, and the lady goes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like oh, what a poor little disgusting creature this How is. That just right up to me. I know. <laughs> she's Callie's looking at me right now because I'm talking about her. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just I I think. 
it's, it's very tragic. Pet death, pet death is very tragic. I think death is very tragic, of course, because yeah. there's, you know, especially with kids. But I just, I think, I just, I get the humor out of those things because it's so raw and it's so emotional and stuff. I think that's, I think that's kind of the best humor that can help us through trying times like this mm-hmm. uh, with, with our pets and stuff. And I don't know. That's, that's, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Um, you know, R.I.P. Bartleby. He was a good cat. He was a, a good best friend to my daughter, especially during the divorce. And I, uh, I wish him the best in his little cat afterlife. Hope he has tons of catnip uh, and has all the tuna he can stand. Um, and that's it. Good night, everyone. Rest in peace. <laughs> the listeners, not the cat. Uh, yes. <laughs>